love how you can tell exactly how much we do want to talk about the Vampire Diaries by the way that we have talked about the hit ABC series Once Upon a Time for the last <laughs> 10 minutes instead. <laughs> I mean, it's not like this episode was bad. It's just that Once Upon a Time is a worse show. Do we have a code open for this week? Was that our cold open? Was us just talking about <laughs> Once Upon a Time in, for like 10 minutes, our cold open to this episode? Yeah, and then- People are going to be like, this is a very different podcast. <laughs> we like, just put in like a little bit of Once Upon a Time and then hard cut- Good, Jordan. I'm feeling good and funky fresh, actually. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm feeling excited, but also nervous and also a little bit afraid since you told me this is the last really good season. <laughs> I I did tell you that, and yes. that is most likely true. <laughs> Great. Um. So, you know, I am really holding on to the season and um what it brings because again for everyone everyone listening when i stop liking a show usually i just stop watching it <laughs> but but with this with this when you I, stop liking it i'm just gonna have, have to keep push talking through. about it i'm gonna have to push <laughs> yeah. through we're just gonna keep talking about it <laughs> to torture you specifically <laughs> yeah. i mean i feel like i feel like brian's not even gonna be tortured a little bit He's just going to be having a good time. And then we're just going to be like trudging through the episodes. Yeah. No, that is 100% what will happen. Mm-hmm. But that's not happening with this episode because it was Jordan good. was just you and me here today. And it's a good episode. I, I had a... I, so, context for me watching this. Um, I got three hours of sleep last night. So, I got up this morning, you know, was a little... Um, my eyes were still not fully functioning, but I, but I uh, made myself some oatmeal, sat down to watch this episode, and oh my gosh, was it a whirlwind, okay? I, because Brian had prefaced it by saying a lot happens this episode, and he's not wrong. He's not wrong. A lot does happen. This episode has it all. This episode has Damon's lack of character growth. Yeah. This episode has religious trauma. This episode has character growth for Rebecca. Yeah. This episode has Klaus. This this episode has Bonnie breaking bad. This episode has it all. It has it all. There's like so many pieces to this episode. And like, how are we supposed to talk about this in an hour and a half? We we have to just, like, start, right? Yeah. Because there is no way to do this episode justice. This is genuinely... I think everybody should watch this episode of The Vampire yeah. Diaries. If you haven't in a while, go back and rewatch it. Because what a fucking trip, y'all. It's so good. It's so good. And the Netflix description of this episode <laughs> is so wonderfully vague. And just, like bottom of the barrel of what happens here. The Netflix description for this episode is that Elena awakes on the morning after the accident to find the thing that she dreaded most has come true. How wonderfully bare bones. 
I think it's good, though, that they left it like that. Because if you tried to put one more sentence in of anything, I would have been like, what the fuck is this? That's not what happens this episode. But exactly. it is. Everything happens so much in this episode. And it's it's wild because it happens so quickly. Like, usually with the Vampire Diaries, there's a pacing problem. This episode, uh-huh. it felt everything was going, like, two times speed. <laughs> this episode was going way too fast. This episode was only a network TV hour. Can you fucking believe that? What the fuck? Like, they, I'm, I'm not kidding. There were so many dynamics this episode. Like... So many. Like, between different... And, like, so many characters interacted with one another. How did they fit this into an hour? I want to know, too. Like, how did they fucking film this? This would have had to take for fucking ever. Much more than, like, a usual few days or weeks that you get for a regular network episode. Like, what the fuck? They had everybody there. And, like, when I say characters were interacting, when it's, like... You guys haven't really like. There was a scene where Matt literally had a bloody neck, and <laughs> this this scene literally made me laugh so hard because I was just thinking about Matt with his bloody neck somehow ending up in the barn and falling down. Yeah, he just walks like <laughs> like how <laughs> it's like this, and then he ends up talking to like Stefan for a bit. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? This episode is the Super Smash Brothers ultimate of the Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Like, everybody's here. Yeah. Everybody's here. Like, even people you don't think are going to show up, they're showing up, okay? Yes, exactly. Who the fuck? There's so much happening here. They they said they said we saw what happened last season with the with the with the um cliffhanger for season two which was very bad, and then the opener for season three which was also pretty bad. We're gonna fix that this time around. Don't you worry. They said not this time. This time we're doing a bonkers finale, and then like everybody's gonna be in the premiere. Yeah, let's talk about this episode. Yeah. Because Elena's a vampire. Yeah. And Damon is so fucking judgy for no good reason. This entire episode, he's the worst. He's... In case you guys forgot, Elena told Stefan to save Matt first when they were drowning. So Stefan honored her wishes and saved Matt first. Therefore leaving Elena to die... And since she had gone to the hospital earlier that day, I know this is fucking bonkers, y'all. But since she had gone to the hospital earlier that day, she had vampire blood in her system. So when she died, she came back. Right. That's where we are. Right. And Damon, for some reason, is like resentful. I feel like to both Elena and to Stefan in some sense. He's like, Stefan, you should have saved Elena. Elena, you should have asked to, to save Matt. Um, and they have, like, a conversation about this later on that gets on my last nerves. Let's talk um, about it. Let's just talk okay. about it right off the fucking Great. bat here. Because there's so much that happens in this episode. We I might as like well we jump, have around. To jump around. So yeah. they have a conversation later on where, like, Elaine is, like, telling him that she remembers or whatever. And they're, like, they're fighting about um, if when she was drowning, if he was the one who was trying to save her, would he have saved Matt? And then the answer is no. No. He yeah, have. he would not have. 
and he was like he's basically being like oh like i'm selfish but also this is like a little bit about like you you would have been able to like live your own life and like be, be a happy human or whatever and i'm over here like Damon, shut the fuck up. This has nothing to do, like, about Elena's happiness. This is all about you. Do not try to, put like, project your feelings onto Elena. Because Elena, clearly, if you, number one, if you would have been, if you would have saved Elena, she would have been angry at you, right? And she would have, she would have been annoyed and upset, right? So I don't think she would be truly, like, like, happy about that. But also, like, you're, like, trying to project, like, this is, like, some self-sacrificing, like, you're, like, I'm selfish, but, like, it would have saved you, like, like, that, I think Damon's trying to be, like, oh, like, I'm doing this all for you, and me being selfish is for you, when in actuality, it's more, like, Damon, you're selfish, and you want Elena for yourself, and you're willing to, like, basically do anything to save her, just, even if it, like, is detrimental to her or the people around her. And he says the phrase that I do want to highlight. He says the phrase, it's a little hard to keep track of all of your choices lately, Elena. Hey, dude, fucking get a list. Make a notebook list, motherfucker. It's not that fucking hard. She has made a, like, it's not even like wild bonkers choices that she's made. It's logical shit. Like, okay, well, they're drowning. And Elena, being the good person she is, wants Stefan to save Matt first. Cool. That's like a logical course of action for Elena's character. Great. Love it. Having a great time. Damon's like, it's a little hard to keep track of all of this shit. No, it's oh, not. Boy, like, keep a fucking notebook and write it down if it's so fucking hard. You're a vampire. Get your fucking shit together. <laughs> Go to therapy. He needs, I don't want to fucking deal with your shit anymore. He needs therapy so badly to work on like his like ego and like bring it down a little bit, okay? And 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 I don't know, it just frustrates me so much because he's trying to frame it in a way that it's really like he cares about Elena, but like like if you really cared about Elena, you would honor her wish. And and there's also revealed um there's like we, we kinda get like this cool kind of flashback to that moment where um Damon and Elena are um in the in her bedroom and he says she he, he says he's selfish about her and like makes her forget that uh she he loves her or whatever right so mm-hmm. that's also brought up in this conversation she remembers all of her very vain memories yeah and she remembers that she met damon first yeah um which uh, i so originally when i saw the flashback um of like Damon telling Elena that he loves her, I'm um, in her room. I just like originally felt like it was such like a cop out, like because to me, right? If if Damon has like erased her memory those two times, I don't know if mm-hmm. they'll actually do this, but it feels like they're just leaving in room for Elena to have forgotten memories that she remembers now that were discussed in this conversation you know and then they're like do this to be fair they do this a lot on the vampire diaries when somebody becomes a vampire they finally remember yeah no we're for vain to forget but it does leave them some leeway to like backtrack and make like hack their way to damon character growth that's what i'm saying can't 
Yeah, like it's okay that you do that. That's okay because like that's that what all sense. characters go through. But also, yeah. I see what you're doing here, and I don't like it because Damon was never like like it feels like they're gonna try to spin it so that Damon actually has like these like human moments, but he like made Elena forget them because she can't know that he really cares about her and is and <laughs> is human or whatever. And it's like y'all are so annoying. You couldn't have just done that. Like, you have to do it later on. You have to put it, like, it's kind of like you're just, like, taking canon and just, like, pushing something in there so that we believe you. Like, that's annoying. They realized it's midnight, right before an assignment is due. Right. They have realized that they forgot to put Damon's character growth anywhere in canon. So they're like, fuck it. Let's put it behind us <laughs> and just make it. Let's fight this shit to our will, baby. Let's just bend this shit all over the place. We'll make some moments that happened that Damon made her forget because he's an edgy bad boy with a heart of gold, except he doesn't have a heart of gold because it's never shown. <laughs> I'm so fucking tired oh, I'm over of the it. Vampire Diaries writers coddling Damon so goddamn much because this first episode, he is insufferable. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up insufferable. Do you remember when Damon was barely around and, and we were happy? We didn't appreciate that time as much as we should have. Yeah, let's let's hop back for a moment. Jeremy is checking in on Elena because he knows he saw this transition with Vicky and he knows that it's hard. Uh, and Elena kind of snaps at him, mm -hmm. but Jeremy's just like, "Okay, fine, you can have this one." <laughs> he is going to be working with Bonnie to try and find a way out of this. Bonnie thinks that she might have a way to take elena back from the other side so that she can stay a human does not fully die and does not become a vampire so that's the main magical driving force in this episode yeah there's like so there were some <laughs> some things that were said where i was like i don't know if all of this logic holds up like in canon like for example they're like oh there were there were consequences for Bonnie doing like dark magic to bring Jeremy back, and I was like, "Was there? She lost her powers Jeremy, for like a few episodes, and then yeah." But Jeremy also became a medium for the other side, so I that mean, was, I think, kind of the consequence. I guess that's the consequence. I I was thinking more of like a like a very very bad consequence that like I feel like that wasn't necessarily like like, like the worst thing in the world. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. and then the whole like oh. Elena's gonna like um Bonnie's gonna figure out a way to bring Elena back because they wouldn't want her like turning into a vampire would they and it's kind of like well there's two things about that what what the witches let Elena die if it meant that they could have no more hybrids because for a second they were willing to let her die yeah no they absolutely would let her die so that the Petrovo bloodline would die out so there could be no more hybrids they absolutely would that so is just like, a fact. So, like, what are you guys talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're, they're like, and then also, if she becomes a vampire, does that mean that the hybrids can't work anymore? I can't get any. If more she blood? became a, they, she couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't make any new hybrids. Right. So then they're like, okay, we solved that problem. Now we just got to get rid of the vampires. Like, why would the witches want to help Elena at all? Yeah. Really. But you find out, actually, it's not the witches, the other side, like the spirits that are going to be helping Bonnie. It's some new dark form of magic. Yeah. 
So Bonnie's Breaking Bad, baby. Ooh. What an episode. Uh, and actually, let's go to, to Bonnie because she's in the cellar where Klaus's body is somehow preserved. Mm-hmm. And Klaus is, by the way, still in Tyler's body, if you remember that incredibly. I totally like, forgot it. And then it happened. And I was like, oh, right. That's also something that's going on right now. That is also something that we have to deal with right now, because in case you forgot, that did happen in the finale, even though we saw it for four seconds. (laughs) The humans in uh, the town are starting to fight back against the vampires. Specifically, uh, a pastor, Pastor Young, uh, because he's visiting Meredith at the hospital to take over the hospital, and he reveals that he knows everything, thanks to Alaric. And uh, the deputies are, like, sweeping hospital rooms, which is absolutely, like, illegal. It's the the things that they're doing in this episode is, like, how are you guys able to do that? Like, for example... What's the legality there of just, like, barging into people's hospitals? The mayor hospitals. got arrested, and I was like, what is she getting arrested for? What charges do you have to be arresting her for? Like, did you just make Except- us some BS? Where's the vampire law book here, gang? What's up? Like, huh? And... Uh- also, Carol is also arrested. Yeah, and 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 there's something. The actual about- sheriff is arrested. Yeah, there's something about a religious man coming into a town, just rolling into town, and just taking power power away from the two most powerful women in this town, and being like, "There's something that feels bad about it." It's it's bad. It feels sickening. And you're just it's like, fucking gross. Why? Bad. And honestly, I was like, man, I don't really remember this Pastor Young guy. I must not remember this season as well as I think I do. <laughs> and then we get to what happens at the end of this episode, and I'm like, oh, okay, no, I get it, I get it. <laughs> so Pastor Young is rolling into town and seizing power for himself because this is absolutely not a militia. Guys, don't make this don't make this connection. Oh, wait, also that. Also that. I was like, uh, this feels too close to home in 2020. Um, I don't know how I feel about yeah. this. Uh-huh. I was like... No, you are absolutely correct. I was like, I see, I couldn't f- figure out why I was so uncomfortable, and that was exactly it. It was like, it's because <laughs> because of what's going on right now. Because it feels like it could happen. Yeah, it this feels This episode real. is, by the way, being recorded in October of 2020, in case you're wondering how bad <laughs> it is right now. Uh, it was just... It was just wild how something from how many years ago? This came out in 2012. So something from eight years ago just feels like very resonant now. We're just like, oh, that that triggered a little something in me that I was not expecting. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So Elena's trying to eat a sandwich. But hey, spoiler alert. Regular human food tastes gross as fuck, apparently, if you're a vampire. Which is something we have not discussed previously, and I feel like would have come up in four seasons by now. Also, it does not. I'm pretty sure have vampires not eaten food in this show? Human food? They absolutely have. I don't know if it's just because she is a new vampire and needing to complete her transition, so yeah, she's just craving blood. It might be her but transition problem. They have just not mentioned that at all. But apparently food tastes gross as fuck. But they continue to eat it. Okay, sure. Maybe that explains why Damon drinks so much. <laughs> Elena makes a bad bridge pun. Uh-huh. And then because her emotions are heightened, <laughs> she, she starts laughing, laughing and can't stop. I think that's so funny. 
at this point, I realized this was going to be a good season for Nina. Yeah. I think she had fun with this one. Yeah. Laughter turns into tears because her emotions are, highlight- are heightened and Stefan is doing his best to comfort her. It's a running theme this season. Elena heads back upstairs and she starts seeing memories from like season two when Damon uh, brought her the necklace and told her that he's in love with her. But again, he compels her to forget. I really like the uh, this flashback, but also just like the special effects this episode. Yeah, I think were really, really good. cool. Like it felt very um, Twilight Zony. Yeah, where you were just like watching another version of yourself. Yeah, it did. It felt good. Uh, the special effects this season, not half bad, actually. Whoever did the effects this season, good job, gang. Another thing I had from this moment where I was like, I was like, oh, so they're they're really setting up Delena, huh? Yeah. And I was like, they're I, really trying. I don't want it. Please stop force feeding it to me. But they won't. At Michelson Manor, Rebecca is grieving the loss of Klaus and just like tossing shit around, which is her right to do so. I love this for her. She can go a little crazy and destroy her house if lo- she wants. I love Rebecca this treat. episode, actually. She has really... I love Rebecca this episode and this season going forward. She's just very good. Here's here's my thing about Rebecca. Didn't really love her last season. She was kind of annoying and mean. You'll get to her. Don't but worry. But she's her. growing on me. She's finally growing on me. She will. Through this and the originals, you'll be like, yeah. I get it. Damon meets up with her and he is ready to get revenge on her for what she did to Matt and Elena with the white oak steak. He's about to just straight up murk her. Great. Uh, However, he fails because other deputies shoot and kill Rebecca with a regular steak. So shit's going bad. Yeah. Shit is just going poorly. Everything is hitting the fan. Caroline gets abducted uh, as well as Stefan and Elena do. I mean, Stefan gets abducted at gunpoint by the deputies. Elena gets taken just because she was there, too. Um, nobody knows that she is in transition to become a vampire just yet. Tyler, a.k.a. Klaus, gets a call from Carol, and Carol reveals that the deputies took Caroline, and then he springs into action. Uh, Caroline and Rebecca are tied up in a van that is going who the fuck knows where. Uh, the van flips, and Tyler, who is Klaus, opens, rips open the back door uh, and breaks Caroline free, leaves Rebecca behind, and reveals himself to her. At the Gilbert house, Liz shows up to reveal that her and Carol are locked out and that Stefan and Elena are gone. Meredith is also there, and they are trying to talk Stefan down. Or talk, sorry, they're trying to talk Damon down. Because he's about to choke Matt to death. Right. For what fucking reason? I don't know. Don't get it. Like, I really, like, do not get the thought process here. Like, okay, yes, you're upset that Elena wanted Matt saved first. But that wasn't Matt's decision. And do you think Elena would be psyched if she had Matt saved first and then you murder him anyway? Literally her death and, like, transition into semi-vampire would be for nothing. Like, do you think that would go over well? You can't think that that would go over well, right? Like, it's like Damon doesn't think. That's it. That's the end of the sentence. He doesn't think. (laughs) That's it. That's the sentence. 
I, it's just like, what's the thought process there, dude? At Pastor Young's house, still believing that Elena's human, he makes, uh, he makes her some food. However, her vampire senses are like out of control right now. I love this series of scenes. This is where I was like, oh, so the visual effects are really good, huh? Because so the visual effects team did some fucking work this yeah. episode it, because they do a really good way of like showing how overwhelming the senses must be for her. It was such a cool like filter over her like looking at like what was it like a clock yeah and then as he was like scraping some uh plates together to get him out of the cupboard and to like cut into like the fucking lasagna or whatever the fuck he was giving her like it was okay it was so good i love that so much um honestly one of the highlights for the episode for me yeah Elena, it becomes too much. She runs out of the house and a deputy takes her down because they finally realize that she is a vampire. Right. Yikes, gang. Caroline and Klaus, who is, Klaus, again, is in Tyler's body right Right. now, start to make out in the woods. And it's about as gross as you think it is. I'm not going to lie. I did not watch this entire scene. I skipped through this. I couldn't watch it. It was it was annoying me too much to watch actually sit down and watch that happen. I just skipped to them the part where it's revealed that um where where Caroline learns that it's actually Klaus's in in uh, Tyler's body. I it was at this point in time that I went to get up, get some more breakfast, and then sit back down. <laughs> it was playing on my TV the entire time. Did I watch it? No. no. I had to run over and get some more eggs and then went to back down. I was so uncomfortable knowing that Klaus was in Tyler's body. Like, it it, it, it felt so wrong. Yeah. It felt so gross. At the witch house, Bonnie and Jeremy are working on a way to save Elena. However, the spirits are not listening. Um, she... Bonnie mentions that she could go to the other side and try bringing, like, like physically bringing Elena through that way. Mm-hmm. The only way she can do that, though, is if she dies. So, some whack shit Bonnie's trying, just, like, right off the bat here yeah. in this episode. I was like, so Bonnie's dying now? What the <laughs> fuck? It's also, it's worth noting, it only took us 20 minutes to get to the first Fosmatos of the season. Yeah. Yeah. 20 minutes. That's gotta be a record, right? Yeah. I I heard it and I was like, oh, so we're doing this again? Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Love. I, I know it's not a gag, but it feels like a gag. It's not a gag because they are super earnest about it, but like, yeah, it feels like a gag, huh? Matt reveals to the rest of the gang that Pastor Young has a farm that had some pigs on it that you could, I guess, probably modify to hold vampires. Which is just pure fucking serendipity. Yep. How does Matt know this information? I don't don't fucking know. know. But it's there now. Wait, maybe Matt's a church-going boy. Maybe Matt's a church-going boy. At the farm, in the barn... They're using, like, vervain, like, misters to kind of, like, keep them down, which is actually super fucking neat. (laughs) It's a nice tool. Interesting. It is. Uh, And Elena wakes up in a cage alongside Stefan and also Rebecca's on the other side. 
as uh, she is slowly beginning to die because she hasn't fed. So, yikes, gang. Ooh. We got a time constraint here now. For so long, Elena says, I don't want to be a vampire. I want to die, you know? Mm-hmm. A normal human death, whenever that comes. Um, and then when she's at the brink of death, she's like, actually, maybe not. Maybe this is too painful, and I'd like some blood now, please. Um, I think it's interesting just because I think it shows like a a a, a new side to Elena's character. I guess like I I'm assuming that her like being a vampire is going to change her character. It's going to be a very different character. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to see like in the beginning at least we're not we are now seeing like um that kind of change of perspective. Which I think is, and they kind of hit it, hit it again um, later on in the episode when she's with Stefan. But we can talk about that later. Yeah, and it's also, I mean, like it's kind of push comes to shove. She doesn't want her brother to lose anybody else. Mm, yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of at the core of who Elena is: is that she doesn't want to lose anybody else, and she doesn't want the people she loves mm, to lose anybody yeah. else. Yeah. So I guess it kind of tracks for me that she's like, well. Fuck it, I guess. I didn't want this to happen to me, but I let's think, make the best of it. I think the reason I guess I get more of a contrast this episode is because in the beginning, when, you know, she goes from, like, the laughing to the sobbing, she does, to, like, talk about we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if she, I feel like she's very reluctant about, like, they eventually do, of course, have to cross the bridge when they get there, but it seems like she's very reluctant to do it. And then she's like, actually, let's just do it, you know? let's just do it fuck it let's go and fuck it let's go they do indeed yeah uh bonnie is performing a spell and she is like breaking bad gang mm-hmm. she is dark veins are covering her body her nose is bleeding oh uh, she jeremy is super worried about her but she's confident that it'll work bonnie straight up dies yep and finds herself inside of the young farm. She walks over to Elena and begins to lift her up. Somehow, like, it's kind of working. And as things start to make it seem like it'll work, Graham's burst in and brings Bonnie back from the other side, warning her to stay away from this type of darkness. See, when I say characters you don't even think are going to show up, show up, <laughs> this is what I mean. Because Graham just, just comes out there of, now. It just, just magically appears. And you're like, whoa. They really just brought everyone back. She warns that if Bonnie is to touch this type of darkness again, the spirits will retaliate. Don't know what that means, Mm-mm. but it happens. Bonnie is defeated that she couldn't save Elena. Right. Which is sad. Because, like, girl that, was doing her best. That would have been perfect, but also I was, like, checking the time of the episode, how much time was left. I was like, no, Elena's not being saved right now. <laughs> You ever do that when you're watching like a crime show and you're like, yeah. you're like, how much time is there left? Is this the actual killer or not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we're the, only at the 30 minute mark. No, no, no. no this is not. This is, this is a red <laughs> hearing. This is a red hearing and no, it will it'll be revealed soon enough. So Elena's dying. Right. Stefan is trying to get one of his deputies, one of the deputies to free Elena it's not exactly working out for him. Uh, the deputy just shoots Stefan twice. Right. 
at the witch house, Klaus is trying to get Bonnie to put it back into his body. He's so Bonnie impatient. I know, like, for what fucking reason? What reason? You couldn't have waited a few days? You had to do it right then, right now? Yeah, like, you can't wait a few days for Bonnie to recover her regular magic. No, you're like, you have to use dark magic, which is absolutely something that will come back to bite him in the fucking ass later. Great. I'm, I'm excited about that. So Klaus threatens her by turning his hand into a claw and, like, putting his hand, he's gonna, like, rip out Tyler's heart. Because he's like, you know, I'll jump into another body. I'll be fine. Tyler won't be. Tyler will be dead. And so Bonnie agrees to do the spell in order to save Tyler. Stefan and Elena are having just like a heartfelt chat. It was so bittersweet. And also I love the use of the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Just like good, good work, you guys. It felt, you know what it felt very much like? Do you remember? I think this was in season two. Or was it season one? I don't remember. But do you remember when Elena, like, called Stefan? And mm-hmm. then he wasn't responding? And then Season two, yeah. 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 That, that reminded me of this. I feel like this just proves how much good chemistry <laughs> Nat, um, sorry, Nina and um, Paul, Paul have. have. They really do. They're... Just like, this is such a good season for them, and it's this just, is such a good season for Nina and for Paul especially. And like, uh-huh. and like this entire scene could be done by two different actors and be cheesy as hell, but it's yeah. not. It's just so they're just so earnestly in love. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yep. You know, inevitably, we're going to get a reboot of The Vampire Diaries, right? Right, correct. And it's not going to be Nina and Paul. Be- uh, and that is, I think, the worst so part about that inevitability. That's so unfortunate. Because they, they work so well together. They do. Like, I had that thought the other day when I was like, we are inevitably going to get a reboot at some point in, sure, 10 years once Legacies is off the air. Do we... We're going to get a reboot. When the reboot comes out, do we bring this podcast back? Oh, absolutely we will. Oh, the fuck yes we will, honey. Oh my god. You have our word. For this, it's going to be After Bite 2, Electric Boogaloo. Oh, I love that. <laughs> we have to. If they do a reboot, we have to. We actually do have. We are obligated to do so. Hey, gang. Uh, be here in the middle of the episode for a little ad break, but not an ad break. It, it's we're not trying to sell you anything. We're not selling you anything. Well, are we though? Are we kind of, we're here to tell you that we have a Patreon that's live today and you can go take a look at it. Yes. We're not, we're not saying you have to like, like give us money, but we are saying. But if you want to, want, that'd be if super you want cool. To, I feel like that's different from an ad break because with the ad break, we're like, here's this discount code. If you, if you want some, some perks, join our Patreon. 
if you want some bonus content, if you want to see like some monthly live streams, if you want to join in on any of the cool Patreon stretch goals and Patreon exclusive things that we have, like a book club that's coming mm-hmm. once we reach a 20 patrons, like all of that stuff. If you want that, you can go support us over on after fucking fucking Jesus Christ. It's <laughs> patreon.com slash afterbite, isn't it? Yeah. That's what it is. We can really quickly go over the tiers. Uh, in case you're like, I don't yeah. know. Hmm. Uh so like we have we have a two dollar tier. That's the lowest tier. It's called Fang Face. Um, and that just means that you'll get early access to episodes. Um and we, oh wait, we also forgot to say we have a Discord now. That was all that will also be live. We also have a Discord. Yeah. And that is true. You can so, find the link for it over on our Twitter or so, also on our Patreon page. Right. Ooh. So with the $2 uh, a month, you get access to exclusive parts of our Discord. Um, then we have the $5, which is like a bloodsucker tier. Um, and I love our names for these. They're so <laughs> yeah, stupid. They really are. They're just so dumb. Yeah. And yet here we are. Um, with the five dollar tier, you get access to Patreon live stream, monthly Patreon live streams, um, and then you know, same thing with the early access. You also get some bonus content from us because we. One thing we don't, I feel like we don't talk about a lot on the show is that there's like a lot of outtakes. Like there's so much. There are so many outtakes. There is so much. I have just files upon files upon files of just extra shit yeah so, <laughs> from after bite episodes that don't actually make it into the episodes but are still good goofs yeah so all of that stuff will be available outtakes bonus episodes book club live streams all right. of that is going to be on our patreon page yeah. patreon.com slash afterbite uh sincerely 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 it would mean the world to us if you did but if you can't that's okay too i still like you yeah if you just like follow us on twitter and retweet us sometimes that's good enough for me yeah, I just really want to quickly say there's also a ten dollar tier called Nightwalker and a twenty dollar tier called Dracula Wannabe. <laughs> um, so like if you if you can see what those tiers get you by like uh just going to our Patreon. But um yeah, those are our tiers. Patreon.com slash afterbite. Yeah. I'm gonna say it a whole bunch so you actually remember to do so. It'll also be in the notes of this episode and also all over on our Twitter at AfterbitePod. Seriously, like I said, Afterbite is gonna remain free for everyone forever. Right. You correct. are under absolutely no obligation to no obligation. support us on Patreon. It does help us a whole bunch if you do. Sincerely, it does help us so much. And it's not just a one-way street. Like I said, you get a ton of cool bonus content and also like I said, super exclusive things that are coming directly to Patreon and nowhere else, like a book club. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, like, one of our other stretch goals is TV D&D, where I will fight D&D to make it work like the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> I will tap dance on Gary Gygax's grave and homebrew this shit, and I will make Jordan and Brian do it. I swear I will. Can we can we make the D&D game a TVD version, but also gayer? More gay. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah, patreon.com slash afterbite. Also take a look at our Discord, which the link for it will be down in the description of this episode. Also over on our Twitter at afterbitepod, or you can access it from fucking patreon.com slash afterbite. I'm going to say patreon.com slash afterbite a whole bunch. Yeah. I'm going to shout it from the rooftops. Sign up to my Patreon. Hey, turn this shit up. I want to go to (laughs) patreon.com slash afterbite. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay that's it we're done with this little ad break goodbye go back Bye-bye. to the episode shoo
Shoot, get out of here. I mean, stay here. But, shoot. Matt and Damon arrive at the farm, and Damon uses Matt as just human bait. Right. Because, great. Of fucking course he does. Sounds very much like him. Bonnie transfers Klaus back into his body. Tyler wakes up. Bonnie can't stop the spell. Grams shows up, and the dark magic that was within Bonnie is being transferred to Grams. And so Grams is just gone now. It cat in that scene. Like Cat Graham. Just this episode. This episode with her like doing her own death spell. And then this scene. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So good. Cat Graham. You're just so good. We don't deserve you. We really do not. Damon is gets shot at some point during all this. Right. And they do like cut back and forth a whole bunch between this, which is why I'm kind of just jumbling these two scenes that seem separate altogether is because they just cut back and forth a whole bunch. The deputies are getting ready to bring Damon in and Stefan and Rebecca enact their own plan. Rebecca tries to persuade one of them with money, but as he gets closer to her cell to like threaten her, she threatens him and he fiercely falls back against Stefan's cell where Stefan grabs him and just like cracks open his skull. It, it is brutal. It was it was such a good plan. I was also thinking, wow, that was so nice of Rebecca to say that she'd be up for that because of the whole, like, you know, the whole thing between Rebecca and Elena, you know, Elena. This is growth. This is it's growth. Gro- it really is growth. And I think, you know, I, I do think her seeing the whole scene between Elena and Stefan really changed her mind. I also feel like because Rebecca was once in love with Stefan, I feel like that also kind of played a role, which was nice. Elena is like reaching forward in what again, Nina, you're so fucking good at this. So good. Nina, it this is such a good scene where Elena is like reaching forward and trying to like scoop up some of the blood with her fingers because this guy has fell like towards her cell. She finally, finally, it like takes an eternity and it's a very good scene actually. But she takes some of the blood on her fingers and drinks it and now is finally fully a vampire. Ugh, wow. The thing wow. we've avoided we've been avoiding for the past episode, this entire it episode, happened. it happened. Stefan takes down more of the deputies and then he turns his attention towards Matt, blaming him for everything. Then Matt's just like, okay, you should hate me. I get that. What are you gonna fucking do about it? And Damon is straight up about to fucking kill Matt. But Elena dives in, taking Damon down and showing off her newfound vampirism. Which I will say, I don't think the makeup was done really great for this specific scene. It felt, I don't know, her face looked weird for some reason. Matt stumbles to the barn uh, and is saved by Stefan. Matt angrily says, tell Stefan to stop saving him because now he has to live with the guilt of Elena being a vampire because of him. And then Stefan's like, shut the fuck up. You should be fucking thankful that Elena let you live because she put your life before her own. And so you should be fucking thankful and you should earn it every day that you wake up. Which, like, is correct and good and so much better than what Damon was doing the entire (laughs) episode. 
Yeah, like like Stefan used his anger towards the situation, but it was still like there for Matt. It was like kind of a guiding force. It was like, I'm angry at you, but here's what you should do. While Damon was like, I'm angry at you. Let me kill you. It really shows the difference between the two brothers' approaches to things, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh Yeah. Because, like, for a second there, I was like, is Stefan going to be as angry as Damon? He has a right to be. But he is angry, but he does something else with that anger. And he's right. He's correct to do so. Elena is berating Damon for trying to kill Matt. As she and should. As she should. Um, she wonders why Damon didn't tell her about all the things that he made her forget. And he asks if it would have made a difference. And Elena's like, no, not really. So she's like, if it was my choice to save Matt first. And so if, if you're angry at anyone, it should be me. But Damon does not take that approach because he's, again, a fucking idiot. He's the worst. And she asks him if he was the one at the bridge and she was begging for him to save Matt, would he honor that? Damon says no. Which again, like I discussed before, just like so many things wrong with that. And like his defense yeah. for it doesn't hold up at all. Let's talk about how Klaus is back in his body. Yes. And he's trying to pack up what's left of Elena's blood. And Rebecca storms in furious with her because he shouldn't have fucking left her there. Correct. Which That's is a correct fact. Correct. And in her anger, she smashes a blood bag and takes the other two in her hands. So she has all of Elena's blood in her hands. And she says that she was always the one that loved Klaus through it all. She was always the one who stuck by his side. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then she smashes the rest of the blood bags and said, if you want your family so bad, you can come make it up to us, basically. Oh, it's so good. It felt like watching that scene felt like such a like it was like so earned it was so cathartic like after watching the entirety of last season of klaus being like the absolute worst brother not only to rebecca but just to everyone in his family just being the worst and like just to see rebecca finally let go of him just feels so nice he does snap her neck though (laughs) well yeah and but she'll he be does fine. tell her that she is no longer his sister and that she is nothing to him. But I, Yikes. I, I feel like she kind of felt that way a little bit about She already too. felt like she was nothing to him anyway, so good job. Yeah. Good job. Klaus is, feels like such like a, a younger brother who's annoying. He's just an annoying little brother. Yeah. And you will see this season, this season and season one of the originals. Oh, uh. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> On the roof of the Salvatore house, Elena and Stefan are talking about how everything's going to change now that the council knows who they are, and they're talking about how even though you know this might not be the best life for Elena, it's one that she gets to live, and they'll get through it one day at a time. And right before the sun comes up, Stefan gives Elena her daylight ring. 
And they sit there thinking about what's going to come next as they watch the sun rise together. It's very cute. It's such a cute moment. There's also something so like, I don't know if surreal is the right word, but there's something. It does feel a little surreal, like a little out of place. Like there's something about Elena's being like, oh, I'll get to be with you forever if I like choose. So like, yes, of course. Um, but also there's something so like sad about that, you know, like how okay. I feel like immortality is, is such an interesting concept because like, you know, part of what it is to be human is to die, but like you, you don't want to. I also like though that they, that Elena does says like, I can spend forever with you. If that's what I want. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that part too. And I'm like, okay, yeah, bitch, go. Be yourself. <laughs> I want to see you in 2053. Just like having the time of your life in Paris. No men around. Do it, queen. Yeah. But also, I love that for you. I just think there's something, I don't know, especially because there, uh, I feel like immortality is such like a big theme touched upon in this show about, you know, that is also kind of a part of the curse. Um. Mm-hmm. Of being a vampire. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It just hit a lot of themes that I found interesting. Um, yeah. The last scene in this it's episode so is wild. It's so insane. I know it might feel like we've gone on a fucking wild journey thus far in this first episode, but I assure you it it's about to crazy. get worse before it gets better. <laughs> At the Young farmhouse, Pastor Young, like, we see him, like, unhooking the gas the gas line from the back of his stove and just and, letting it out into the room. And you're like, huh? The council is, uh, is around him handing out, like, vervain supplies. He says that it won't be long before the vampires retaliate against them. But then he locks the door. Hmm. And he says that they have nothing to fear. And that they've been chosen for something greater. He states that they are the beginning. And then he takes out his lighter. And he lights it. And in a room with that much gas, the room goes up in smoke. He blows up himself, the Founders Council, and all of the Vervain in town. Yep. It feels very cult leader-ish. It does. And I think we were always made to see Pastor Young as kind of a cult leader-esque figure. But now it also makes sense to me of, like, why I was like, man, I really don't remember this guy. (laughs) Because he dies. dies. He's gone. He's done. I'm so intrigued by what he meant by that. I really hope that gets touched upon. Um, Because what... will. Oh, trust me, it will. What did that He is not just a cult leader, dude. He is part of something much bigger. It's like... Oh, I love that. I love when I love like a good cliffhanger where it's like it like there's something bigger going on and like this piece will not make sense right now, but in the grand scheme of things you will understand. And it's like, oh, that's so cool. It is wild. I love this as a premiere episode. Yeah. I actually really love this. This as was a so, this episode. was really good, especially because of how bad <laughs> The beginning of season three and the end of season, the last episode of season two was like this, like it feels like this is 
the Vampire Diaries in their stride. Yeah. Now I think you get what I said about, like, this is, like, prime TVD. Yeah. Like, it feels like... This is peak TVD. It feels like now they've, like, figured out what works, what doesn't work. Even 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 though they can't... They still can't get a handle on Damon's character development. But... What character development? <laughs> but, like, it does feel very much like they... They they know how to make good TV right now. Interesting good TV. Yeah. So, hey Jordan. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna rank episode four oh one growing pains? I forgot this was this was even that was even the title of the episode. Good episode title, actually. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. Sure. Yeah, dude. Good episode title. Um for reference, Brian gave this episode a 9.5. Which I was surprised by. I was also surprised by. Um, I don't... I wonder what he docked the point five for. I don't know. I'm gonna ask. Um, so... Is there anything in this episode that I would change I think I can make better? I do think there's, like, a lot of things going on this episode. But not necessarily a bad way where I'm lost. Like, I get what's going on, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't, I actually don't think there was a point in this episode that I wasn't having a good time. That I wasn't, except for like, you know, oh, that one scene where Tyler, where Klaus is in Tyler's body. And it's like, eh. Uh, but like, there's, there was a lot of interesting dynamics going around. Um, and. It was a really good cliffhanger. I think I have to give this a 10 because there's nothing really bad that bad about it that makes like it was like such at a good pace where it was like interesting and there was a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 10. Give it a 10. Okay. I'm also going to give this episode I'm also going to give this episode a 10 cuz I think it is just bonkers so good. It's so good. It's like such a good way to catch especially if you like were were um you were watching TV in the beginning and then you kind of fell off in season three because you were like, ah, I don't know. Um, but like, let's say like that happened to you and you're like, okay, I'll tune in for season four premiere, see what's going on. This would get me right back into it. I'd be like, okay, I, I have to catch up now. I like, I can't, I must know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Um, Brian said that he docked that 0.5 of a point because he was hoping that the Founders Council story would have stuck around a little longer. It was good. It just felt kind of rushed for me. Hmm. I, I get you there. There is also a very specific reason why they murdered all of these fucking... Yeah, I... I, I, I think... People. I don't think it... I don't think I was, like, uh, losing something by not getting more of them, if that makes sense. Like, I yeah. think I got a good amount of, like, what they were about. And, like, ha- um, they, like, had a very, like, like you said, white militia vibe, cult leader yeah. vibe to them. So I feel like, oh, that was, like, good enough for me. Um, and them dying at the end made for, like, an interesting twist. Um, yeah, I don't think I would dock point five for that. That's it for this episode Wait, of Afterbite, no, y'all. No, no, no. No? We didn't choose an no? MVP. Oh my god, we didn't choose an MVP. Who's the MVP? I was, I'm so sorry for my sins. I was torn between Bonnie and Elena. I My vote is for Elena here. Okay, so then we'll go Elena. 
MVP Elena Gilbert. But Bonnie is like runner up this in this episode. Bonnie's so close. So close. That's it for this episode of Afterbite, y'all. Tune in next week when we talk about episode 402, Memorial. Woo. Can't wait for that one. Until then, you can find us on Twitter at AfterbitePod. Everywhere that podcast services are found, we're there. We're up in there. We're What's here. Up? What's we're up? here. We're queer. We're making the Vampire Diaries gay. I swear to God. It's our job. We are fighting the good fight. Yeah. Are we winning? No. No. <laughs> Because we are still just watching The Vampire Diaries. But we're fighting. <laughs> we're trying our best here, even if we don't succeed. We're trying okay? to make something out of nothing, y'all. Okay? We really are. That's it, y'all. Uh, we're still in a fucking pandemic. It's October now, so stay inside, stay safe, and wash your fucking hands. Um, you know, abolish the police. Um... You know, the USPS, I don't I, I haven't really kept up with that, so I don't know where they are, but you know, if you wanna Still add Still in a bad place. We wanna add them to your list of things to get done for the day. And then also don't forget to vote, y'all. Um the Oh yeah, do vote. The the US presidential election and also very small election probably in your town or wherever you're from is going on. Be informed about that. Um 